because I believe a man is supposed to take care of his woman. I don't care how much money your woman makes. A man is supposed to have his mindset on taking care of his woman. Let's talk. I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hope everybody is doing well. And um, I pray that you're prospering and that you're healthy. I have something I want to talk about tonight. Um, I'd like to know if you guys can hear me. I'm trying, I'm testing a new mic tonight. And I should have tested it before I actually came on, but I decided to come on. I think I was in a hurry to get uh, to what we need to talk about. Um, if you're there and you can hear me well, give me a thumbs up or something. Just say, let me know. Just let me know that you can, that you can hear me, that I'm coming through loud and clear. Yes. So I am coming through good. Awesome. 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 Okay. Good evening. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Do what you can. If you can copy this link and if you can share it to your other, uh, social media platforms, I'd appreciate it. I did a uh, teaching, or we had a conversation, should I say, um, I guess maybe a week or so ago, relative to seven traits of a virtuous woman. And these traits were all taken from Proverbs 31. One of our uh, dear family members um, asked me to do this teaching and I found a lot of value in it. And so I did the seven traits of a virtuous woman. And um, then I, I looked back at it and I realized that there there were still a lot of issues that we did not cover, a lot of qualities uh, relative to the virtuous woman that we did not cover in the seven or the first seven that I did. So we're talking tonight about uh, seven additional qualities or traits of the virtuous woman. Uh, if you were not with us the first time, you can go back and you can find that particular uh, conversation on on the channel, Seven Traits of a Virtuous Woman. And I'll just recap them. Number one, we said she comes with price. Uh, the virtuous woman is not um, without price. A man will have to uh, pay the cost to call himself her husband or her man. Uh, number two, we said she does an internal self-assessment of her own worth. She's not, she's not looking for the world to give her um, an assessment of who she is or what she's worth. Number three, we said she possesses a spiritual foundation. And number four, she makes wise decisions concerning men. She chooses the right kind of man. Thank you, Veretta. You always uh, just, I just appreciate you and I thank you. Thank you so much. She always makes wise decisions when it comes down to men. You're not going to find her um, with a clown in a crown because the virtuous woman is likewise the queen conscious woman. That's the Bible's version of the queen conscious woman. And I was on a, um, a Zoom the other day with women from all over the world but originated out of London. 
and uh, they were talking about um, uh, the high value woman. Thank you, Micah. I appreciate you. You have changed my life. I appreciate you. Thank you. They were talking about the high value woman. All of these are the same thing. The high value woman. Thank you, Tammy. The queen, the queen conscious woman and the virtuous woman are all the same woman. It's, these are all synonyms, one for the other. So she makes wise decisions concerning men. Uh, number five, we said she exercises self-care. She takes care of herself from her body to her spirit. She takes care of herself. Number six, she maintains her personal goals. She's not a woman that's going to get so captivated by having a man that she's going to lose um, her self-perspective or her purpose. She's a woman that maintains her personal goals. Uh, it doesn't matter who her husband is. And then number seven, she is a wise and kind woman. So those were the first seven that we dealt with. Now tonight, thank you, Stacy. Tonight I want to talk about seven additional qualities of the virtuous woman or of a virtuous woman. These would be eight through 14. So let's just jump right in. So I don't spend too much time just talking. Number eight, and these are not in, all of these are pulled from Proverbs 31, but they're not in sequential order or, you know, the order in which the verses are laid out. I just kind of, when I saw them, I pulled them and I lifted them. So we'll jump around within Proverbs 31 from one verse to another, you know, because they're not sequential. Number eight, she takes such good care when she does get a man. She takes such good care of her husband that he won't have any reason to mess up. He won't have, he won't, he won't have an excuse. He won't be able to stand before a judge or the court of public opinion because when she does accept a man into her life, she takes such good care of a worthy man. I must add that. She takes such good care of a worthy man that he has no excuse for messing up. If, if he ruins this, he's just a fool. He's a fool that disguised himself well enough to break through because the virtuous woman takes care of her man in a way that he's not going to find, uh, maybe not in a lifetime. And the Bible says in Proverbs 31 and 11, the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. Then the next verse talks about how she will do him good and not evil. She's the best woman a man could ever have. This is why... This is why the virtuous woman, the queen conscious woman, um, the high value woman has to take her time in choosing or accepting a man into her life. It's because she does not know how to do anything less than the very best for the man that she calls her own. And now, it means that the virtuous woman requires a king-conscious man. 
that is that has the kind of depth and the kind of character to be able to recognize the value that she is and to respond to that value with like kind. This is what you call being equally yoked together. Now, this brings me to something else. This is why the virtuous woman does not um, run upon a man every weekend like a woman who lacks queen consciousness does. You have a million clowns, but you don't have kings every day. Thank you, Kimberly. And so, number eight, she takes such good care of her man that he won't have any reason to mess up. The Bible says the heart of her husband, Proverbs 31 and 11, doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. He ain't got no reason to mess up. He has no reason to leave his house. She is holding all areas down. She's going to hold great conversation with him. She's going to, she, she's going, you know, do the marital thing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, she's going to take care of her man. She going, she's going to aid him in his vision because he's going to have to have one to be her man. She's going, she's going to be the ultimate woman. And he would have no reason to mess up because the virtuous woman holds all points down. Number nine, this, these are eight, nine, these eight, this, these are points eight through, through 14. She has an intentional work ethic. A virtuous woman has an intentional work ethic. She's not a lazy woman. She's not just lying around. Um, she has an intentional work ethic. She, she, she wakes up. She's, she, her work ethic is so intentional that she plans her work for tomorrow, today. In some cases, she may plan her work for the entire week on Monday or Sunday because she has an intentional Work ethic. She's not just hanging around watching soap operas and popping gum and, uh, you know, wasting time eating up all the food in the house and on the phone gossiping and all over Twitter and all over Instagram all day. No, the virtuous woman has an intentional work ethic. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you so much. And the Bible says in Proverbs 31 13, she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly. Watch this. Willingly with her hands. She's not a woman that's complaining about work. You know, my, my wife, and I have to just celebrate her. I really do. I have to just take my time to celebrate her. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, the, the ministry in Houston uh, gave out you know, somewhere between 2,500, 3,000 uh, servings of food to the community. And so in New Orleans, we're doing the same thing on tomorrow. If you're watching this live, we're doing the same thing on tomorrow at our headquarters church. And so my wife went down today to the headquarters building to start putting things together. And everybody's like, you know, they... In New Orleans, they haven't really gotten a chance to see her work necessarily. Everybody's like, it's amazing, you know, how, 
how she works and is, you know, she leads by example because a virtuous woman has an intentional work ethic. There's nothing that speaks to consciousness or the lack thereof like a lazy woman. No, no. Thank you, no, no. <laughs> That's a name. Thank you, no, no. There's nothing that speaks to the lack of consciousness like a lazy woman. A queen conscious woman has an agenda that must be accomplished. Thank you, Queen Rena. I appreciate you. The, the, the virtuous woman has an agenda, objectives that must be attained. And so she has a what? A, she has an intentional work ethic. Thank you, no, no. And so the Bible again says in Proverbs 31, 13, she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. Now, mind you, watch this. This woman is the, in in Proverbs 31, this woman is the wife of, um, she's the wife of a well-to-do man, but the Bible says she worketh willingly with her hands. She's She's not so high and mighty. She's not... She's not high maintenance, you know. Uh, she's a woman that works willingly with her hands. Number 10, she is compassionate and considerate of the needs of others. She is compassionate and considerate of the needs of others. She's the opposite of a Jezebel spirit. She's the opposite of a narcissistic woman. She is compassionate and considerate of the needs of others. She's always trying to figure out how she might be able to help meet the needs of others. And the Bible says in Proverbs 31, 15, she riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She's a servant. She has all it is going for. She, she's married to a wealthy man. She has businesses. She's a, she's a powerful woman. But she, she, she rises also while it is yet night and gives meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She finds herself in a posture of serving. You know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of ladies today that use the, the um, terminology, I'm a boss chick. And, and in a lot of cases, when they say that or they use that kind of language, they mean, you know, uh, I'm arrogant, I'm rude, um, I, I feel entitled, I feel like I'm better than, I flaunt my, my resources, I look down on people, and they say, I'm a boss chick. You're not, you're not no boss chick. You, 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 you are a, you're a person with low self-esteem that's, that's got a big mouth. And you struggling to be seen. But see, when you really have it, your presence speaks for you. You don't have to get on a megaphone, tell everybody, I'm a bullshit, I'm a queen, I'm a hive, I'm a ver no, 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 no. We're gonna be able to we're gonna be able to see that in the way you serve. Because bosses serve. Queens serve. They're not sitting around on no throne waiting for somebody to come. No, 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 no. When you see queens, they get their hands dirty and they take care of the needs of others. 
they will inconvenience themselves that other people might be served. Now you're looking at a queen. Now you're looking at a queen. So number 10, she is compassionate and considerate of the needs of others. And again, Proverbs 31, 15, she riseth also while it is uh, yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She's a, she's a servant. Number 11, she has, um, okay, her thoughts, this is number 11, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. She has thoughts of enterprise. She thinks about business. She's thinking about entrepreneurship. She's thinking about um, how she's going to advance herself and her family economically. She's, she's not just sitting around waiting for a handout. She's not sitting around depending on her man to have, you know, he going to hold it down financially, so I'm going to spend the whole day in the spa and popping gum. No, no, no. She has thoughts of enterprise, and she has her very own concepts. She has her very own vision, and the Bible says in Proverbs 31, 16, she considereth a field, she ponders, in other words, a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. You see, this woman is constantly working, but the Bible says she considereth a field. She's, she's thinking, she's thinking, you know, about, do I want to buy this field? She, she buys it, then with the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She improves it. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. This means the world to me. So she has thoughts of enterprise. See, if, if, if you're sitting there and you're, you know, you have no, no thoughts about how you're going to create as a woman multiple streams of income and your only financial strategy is to catch a man with money, you're in trouble. I'm telling you now. Hold on, let me sit up in my seat. If you sitting there and your only financial strategy is to catch a man with money, you are in trouble. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, Cashwell. That means the world to me. Thank you. You're in trouble. Because when you, when you, when you are dependent on the world to empower you financially, more than likely you're going to become a slave to somebody. And if the Bible says the borrower is servant to the lender, if you don't have a means as a woman of making, managing, and multiplying your resources, you're in trouble. This is the wrong world for a woman to be sitting around and have no idea, no concern. Speak life. Thank you so much about how you're going to create multiple streams of income. You've got to have, people are creating seven-figure businesses online. And you're still there waiting on the job to open up. You, you've been out for almost three months now, and you're still waiting for the job to open up, which is cool. Work your job. But you need to have your mind set on as a woman how am I going to create other streams? 
What kind of moves am I going to make? Ms. Perfectly Imperfect, thank you so much. Am I going to invest in real estate? Am I going to find real estate? Am I going to become a landlord? Am am I going to figure out how to to trade? And uh, what am I going to do? Am I going to get into some kind of multi-level marketing kind of situation? What am I going to do? The Bible says, this woman considereth a field and buyeth it. And with the fruit of her hand, she planted a vineyard. In other words, she bought it and she made it profitable. She bought it and she made it profitable. Come on now. See, when you, when I really get you to a place where you become queen conscious, okay, let me put it to you this way, right between the eyes, straight, no chaser. Let me give it to you like this. When you put as much energy into your vision, discovering a vision and a purpose for being and increasing yourself spiritually and financially and emotionally, when you put as much energy into those things as you put into running a man down who does not even deserve a conversation with you, you may be our next multimillionaire. If you put as much energy into your financial wherewithal as you have put into running behind this man that has done nothing but break you physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally, if I can get you to consider a field and apply yourself to buying it and working with your own hands and plant a vineyard, oh my goodness, we're going to have a real boss chick on our hands. I didn't mean to go off like that. But number 11, she has thoughts of enterprise. I I get tired of y'all always talking to me about a a man. I get tired of that. Uh, Adrian, Adrian Anderson, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Your teaching has changed my life completely. I appreciate it. I don't mind reading those emails, but I get tired of y'all over and over again telling me about the, about the man. I'm tired of, tired of talking about the man. You done sent me three or four emails about that. What is your vision? What are you considering? Where are you going? If you never get a man, how are you going to secure your financial future for you and your children? She has thoughts of enterprise. Now, this lady was thinking about these matters, and she had a husband that was balling and taking care of her. And somebody said, well, why would she have to worry about that? You don't know if this dude going to live or not. And then another reason why you need to apply yourself to that, even if you do have a husband that's taking care of you, The same principles it takes to earn money are the principles it takes to keep it. Your messages changed my life. Thank you so much. God bless you, Pastor and First Lady Lisa. The same principles. Okay, I've done something wrong here. The same principles that it takes to earn money are the principles it takes to keep it. If you never learn how to earn it for yourself... He can die and leave you wealthy. You probably won't know how to keep it. There's my son, Dwight. I love you, man. I miss you. I can't wait to see you. Hopefully, I'll see you Saturday for the drive-in service. For those of you in the area, we're having a massive drive-in service in New Orleans. Go to my uh, Facebook page to learn more about it. So number 11, she has thoughts of enterprise. Number 12, I like this one. The virtuous woman is marked by her strength. 
she's marked by her strength. She's not a she's not a weak weak woman. She's not a little weak puny woman. And when I say that, I mean in terms of her character. She's not a little weak woman. No, no, no. She's 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 marked by her strength. The Bible says in Proverbs thirty one seventeen, she girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She is marked by strength. Come on now. She's marked by strength. She has intentional strength. She she's never she's never known as a weak woman. She is a strong woman. Why are you speaking today? <laughs> Preach. Yes. <laughs> Feel like I'm in church with that one. She's marked by her strength. See, like there are a lot of you all that, um, you know, you have tears in your eyes. But just because you have tears in your eyes doesn't mean you're weak. Have you ever thought about how much hell you've gone through and how much you've come through? Have you ever thought about that? Just look back over your life over the last five years and think about all the stuff you've endured and you're still here. You are marked by strength. I know it hurt. I know it feels like it broke you, but it didn't really break you. you you've been a little bit, but you ain't broken because you're still here. You are, you are marked by your strength. And the Bible says in Proverbs 31, 17, again, she girdeth her loins with strength. And strengtheneth her arms. She is, watch this, emotionally strong. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate you. She is emotionally strong. Come on now. Man, she can go through all kind of stuff. She can have heartbreak after heartbreak, disappointment after disappointment. She keeps showing up. Thank you, Cheryl. Because she's emotionally strong. Watch this. Her strength is also indicated in that, watch this, she is decisive. Once she makes up her mind, her mind is made up, and it doesn't take her long to make up her mind. Uh, Thank you, Granny Girl. Thank you. Hi, Pastor Blakes, new subscriber. You are truly a blessing to the women of the world. Heartbreak turned into self-discovery and purpose. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. She's decisive. She doesn't just sit around and just play with something and ponder it and ponder it and ponder it. No, she thinks about it. She runs it through a computer. She makes a decision. She's strong. When she makes up her mind that she's done, she's done. No, no, it's no vacillating with her because she's marked by her strength. She's emotionally strong. She is a decisive woman. And then watch this. She also possesses unrelenting standards. She knows who she is. She knows what she deserves and she ain't settling for less. So when you, when you um, offend her standards, away with you. She done. No, no, she's done. See, now a lot of y'all saying, well, I'm I'm trying to get there. Well, that's what we're working on. We're working on getting you there because when you when you really come into your queen consciousness, when you really become a, you know, a woman that is is aware of, you know, what you possess, there's certain standards that you're just not going to yield. You're not going to allow anybody to push you below this. Just not going to happen. 
And when you make up your mind, you're not going to be just playing, no, no, you know, back and forth. No, no, no. Once you make up your mind, you're done. It's done. You're emotionally strong. You, you don't mind hurting for the purpose of healing. Because you're marked by your strength. And then number 13. Look how fast I'm going tonight. <sighs> number 13. She sets an uncommon standard for herself. Which in Proverbs 31, 29 says, many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. How does she excel them all? She sets an uncommon standard for herself. Now, how does she set an uncommon standard for herself? Uh, thank you, Ingrid. I appreciate you. She sets an uncommon standard for herself because she's not, she's not establishing her goals based on what you're doing. She's not establishing her goals based on what you're doing. She's not even establishing her goals based on um, what the person who may be the very best at it is doing. She has her own goals in mind. She's not competing with anybody else. She's not competing with any other woman. She's competing with the vision of herself that she carries on the inside. And so the Bible says, she excels them all because she sets uncommon, she sets an uncommon standard for herself. God Almighty, this is some good teaching right here. She sets an uncommon standard for herself. See, you, you have to have, you have to be married to a personal standard. Oh, that's good right there. Listen, listen to what the Holy Spirit just told me. You really need to be married to a standard before you even attempt to date someone. The reason so many women fall for things that are beneath them is because you never established your own standard. And so when you started dating, you allowed men to establish standards for you that were beneath you. But when you establish your own standard, you then know it's like a foot. It's like the lines on a football field. You can see the lines. You can tell when a when a when a when a player is out of bounds because the markings are there. When you establish your own standard, you know how far to go and you know when, you're, when, when, when the play is out of bounds. And so when a man begins to offend your standards or a job begins to offend your standards or an organization begins to offend your standards, you don't hang around and hope that they get it because you excel them all. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. And then finally, number 14, finally, she is intent on building an independent legacy. She has a great husband, great family, but she's intent on building for herself an independent legacy. We talked a little bit about this last time. What are we going to say about you? You know, it's nice that you had a husband that played in the NFL or, you know, was a, was a boss on Wall Street. 
you know, that's cool. But what is your legacy? The Bible says in Proverbs 31, 31, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates in high places. Your name as an individual will be mentioned based on the fruit of your hands and your works. She's intent on building an independent legacy. And the thing I love about, and I'm done, the thing I love about reading Proverbs 31 is that you have all of these verses in, within, this, um, within this 31st chapter of Proverbs. Uh, you have all of these verses. I think, you know, I don't know, maybe 20-some verses about the virtuous woman. And I think in two verses, it talks about her husband. The rest of the verses is talking about her. Miss T, this hits home, Bishop. Thank you. Back to the drawing board. Thank you. I appreciate you. The rest of the verses is talking about the woman. You know, if, okay, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. If we were to write your life story right now, if we had to write 25 verses about your life and say you have a great husband, how much of it would we, how much of it would be consumed with talk about your man as opposed to talk about you? You have to, you have to be intent on leaving your own legacy. And, and I hear you and I feel you. My legacy and my children, that's the greatest job in the world. Promise you. Being a giving birth. To somebody, first of all, I told all four of mine, if y'all had to come through me to get here, none of y'all would be here. That is the greatest job in the world. Give birth to somebody, then raise somebody to be a productive adult. That's amazing. And so I feel you when you say my legacy, you know, of my children. But the reality is you don't have them children but for a minute. And you still got a whole lot of life to live once they're grown and gone, and sometimes when they go and when they grow and go, they do everything but what you taught them. So the question is, what is the better part of your life going to be when you've produced, you know, functional adults and you've released them into the world? Who are you then? Thank you, Betty. I appreciate you. See, these are things we don't think about. Because, you know, when, you, when you're 20, 25, you consume with your husband, your house, your children, and you got your whole thing down, your routine. And then you look around 20 years later, 35, 45, and now the children going off to college, you know, um, hubby may be gone and, and, you know, 50% of the time he gone, you there by yourself. Now you're trying to figure out, well, what, what, you know, who am I? Well, you got, see, you got to be intent now on building an independent legacy. And see, I don't care. Don't, 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 don't tell me nothing about, well, well, you know, I'm 50 years old and, you know, I'm just getting this kind of teaching. I'm 60 years. I don't care nothing about that. If you're 60 years old, people living to be 100 years old now, that means you got 40 more years here. That, that means you could have 40 more years here. If you're 50, that means you could have a whole half a century here. You're going to tell me that you're going to sit here based on age and you're going to give up on your legacy because society says at a certain age you you over the hill or whatever. Nonsense, man. You have to make up in your mind right now 
that you are going, you're, you're going to build an independent legacy because this is what queen conscious women do. This is what the virtuous woman does. This is what high value women do. They leave independent legacies. <sighs> they leave independent legacies. Thank you, Tawana. God bless you. Your teaching is inspiring. I appreciate you. Uh, Diwanika, I think I got it. You're right on time with this word. Thank you. I appreciate you. So there are the additional seven that I pulled from Proverbs 31 relative to the virtuous woman. I encourage you to go and read the whole chapter for yourself or for yourselves and uh, let it let it minister to you. Let it minister to you. It You know, I think that's the original queen conscious text, really, Proverbs 31. So let me pray for you, then I'll let you go. Father, I thank you for this time that I've had with your people tonight. Um, God, I ask you to just really breathe upon all of them, God, and let the words of my mouth settle into their hearts and let it, dear God, become a healing balm to those who are hurting Let it, dear God, become a compass to the visionary who's lost her way. God, I thank you now that something we said here tonight will cause your people to shift in consciousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I appreciate you all. Thank you for hanging out with me on this evening. Uh, Lavy Lady, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're so kind to me. I think... You, you, you just, thank you, I appreciate you. Uh, listen, don't forget to stop by rcblakes.com. And if you've not gotten um, my online program, Queen, Queenology, stop by rcblakes.com. Look under um, online programs and get it tonight. It's just $49. And um, it's an amazing program. And the thing I'm most proud of, we really did a whole lot of, you talk about over-delivering, we over-delivered, and, you know, $49 does not represent the value. It really does not, um, because we have, I think it's 10 sessions in there, and then the thing I love most is that we created a 113-page PDF document that serves as the the workbook or the study guide for the online program. So as you're going through the program, you can take these this document, you can print it all out at once or you can print it out chapter by chapter, however you choose to do it. And um, you can do the work in the study guide after each chapter, which cements the principles. Put a lot of work into that one. So stop by there. We also have the online program, Soul Ties, Breaking the Ties That Bind. Um, We have the program in there, Transcending the Father Wound. And also... um, Queenology should be up on Amazon. Uh, if it's not up there presently, it, it'll be up there soon. It's um, so not Queenology, Kingology. Queenology has been on Amazon, but Kingology, my my latest book, Kingology, will be up on Amazon very soon. If you want to get it now, um, you can go to my website rcblakesstore.com. That'll bring you directly to the to my personal bookstore. But it'll be in Amazon very soon if it's not there presently. It's all it's all it's been there for weeks now in the 
Kindle version, but the physical book will be present on Amazon very soon. So I appreciate you all. Is it available on audio? Not yet. I'm working on I'm working on my audio books. I I did an audio book for Queenology, but the person that was doing it was um, um uh, let's say they let's say they just kind of lacked integrity and did not finish what they started. I put in a lot of hours actually with the audio book for Queenology. And so my my plan is to get all of the books on audiobook for people who desire books in that fashion. But we're working on it. We're working on it. So I thank you. I appreciate you. Um, have a great evening and know that Lisa and I love you. You can reach out to us at pastorrcblakes at gmail.com. You can reach out to Lisa or I at that single email address. All right. God bless you. Have a great evening. And I'll talk to you real soon. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.